Hey folks, you own firearms? I do. Did you know that there's an easy way for you to let everyone around you quickly see whether your firearm is loaded or unloaded? Meet muzzle stick, barrel, and chamber flags. Muzzle stick, chamber, and barrel flags offer a way for anyone, whether they handle firearms or not, to quickly see the loaded or unloaded status of a firearm. That could save lives. Are you one of nearly 80% of firearms owners that keep a loaded gun out of the safe for personal protection? Well, Taking an extra precaution by using muzzle sticks, big bright barrel, and chamber flags will let everyone around you know if the firearm is loaded or unloaded. Muzzle stick does not recommend keeping a loaded firearm outside of a gun safe, but the reality is that some people do. And a clearly marked gun's status communicates to others around that may not have firearm handling experience and it is something that they would not want to handle. Muzzle stick is not intended to replace the rules of firearm safety. However, their chamber and barrel flags do offer firearms rapid clear identification, and that could save lives. It's time for you to do everything you can to be a safe and responsible firearms owner. Head over to muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com to place your order. One more time, that's muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com. After all, we only have one life to live. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we've got a very special guest on this show here. One of my favorite guests. Every time he comes on, he has huge news, and it's not an exception again today. We've got a big story. Joining us from the great state of Texas is Attorney General Ken Paxton. And then, of course, another big one, Mark Morgan, a career law enforcement official. Guys just calls balls and strikes like he sees them. The things he said about our border, the state of our border, what's going on, the morale of our border protection agents, really, really important stuff. So grateful, so grateful that he could join us and be part of it and give us some enlightenment. I'm so glad that I can bring you additional interviews from the work we're doing on Just the News, Not Noise, the brand new TV show on Real America's Voice, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, every Monday through Friday, right on Real America's Voice. How do you watch it? The best way is to download the Real America's Voice app and put it on your phone, your smartphone, your tablet, your Roku stick, wherever it is. They have apps for all the key platforms. They're also on the Samsung TV platform. They're on Dish Network. They're on Pluto. They're on Roku. Lots of ways to watch them. Tremendous news or agency. I'm so grateful that I get a show with my great colleague, Amanda Head, every day on the network. Watch it. We have lots of great interviews every day. Like this podcast, a little bit different. Amanda brings a great dynamic and a lot of freshness to the things I cover and am so grateful for. All right, now, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Attorney General Ken Paxton. Buckle your seatbelt. It is going to be a wild and fun interview. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else 
who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off all right folks welcome back from the commercial break as promised one of my favorite guests every time he comes on he has huge news and it's not an exception again today we've got a big story joining us right now from the great state of texas is the attorney general ken paxton general paxton great to have you on hey thanks great to be on i appreciate it it's you have been so busy even in the last 24 hours i can't keep up with all the headlines it's amazing but i want to focus on one that i think a lot of everyday people saw this morning on our site and elsewhere uh you and a congresswoman from texas have sued the cdc over the mask mandate on planes tell us what motivated that and where this is headed well you know some of us why didn't we follow it sooner part of the problem is we have 20 this is our 29th lawsuit with the biden administration amazing so. We can't follow them all on the same day, and uh, they all take, you know, they all take work and research. Yeah. And you know, we're not the federal government; we don't have unlimited resources. So, we filed this because we had done our research and realized that the CDC, Center for Disease Control, didn't have the authority to issue these mask mandates. They didn't go back and demonstrate, you know, the effectiveness of it. Uh, there's nothing in the language of the statute, you know, drafted by Congress that authorizes them to take this uh, level of action. And then if you'll remember that when you're on a plane, they always talk about how it's a criminal penalty. Uh, if you don't oblige, they're made up rules. And, and that's a problem too, because if you want to have that type of impact on people's lives, criminal penalties, you can't just issue that from an agency. Yeah, that's right. Cause it does come with a penalty. That's right. Yeah. So you, again, you're not against the CDC trying to protect us. Your point is, they got to have legal authority to do it, and there should be some science if they're going to impose something. And both of those parts, both of those aspects, are missing from what they did, right? No, you've you've nailed it. It's, they absolutely need to have some science behind it. They've not demonstrated that they do, and they clearly don't have the statutory authority. So even if we loved what they did, and it did 
track science, they still can't just make up laws yeah. that punish people, especially punish people with criminal penalties. Yeah, such a great point. And I think the CDC did this on something else called moratoriums on apartments and other things. And so they seem to have been usurping a lot of authority beyond a health agency's normal role, which um, is such an important um, thing to get at. Uh, what do you hope the outcome is? What do you expect the outcome to be in this one? Look, I hope it's a relatively quick, you know, injunction. Yep. Uh, the state didn't ask for the injunction, but the individual could. And then people can go back to, you know, making their own decisions about what, what they want to do based on their health and their circumstances and not have it dictated by one, a couple of bureaucrats in, in D.C. Yeah, really important. Another big one, uh, protecting our biometric data. Uh, Facebook, you've sued, sued the parent of Facebook uh, for misusing, apprehending, stealing. I might be, it might be the right word, our biometric data that's used to log in when we log into Facebook. Tell us why that's so important to the uh, protection of privacy. Well, so in, in 2009, the legislature in Texas passed a law protecting that information. And so if Facebook or any other company wants to have your a biometric identifier, like your face, uh, they have to disclose it to you. They have to get your consent. And if they don't, it's a $25,000 violation. And then if they share it with somebody else, another party, they have to get your consent as well. That, if they don't do that, that's another 25000 Of course, Facebook has done that. And then if they don't destroy it within a reasonable amount of time of getting it, uh, because the, I think what the legislature is trying to get at is, you know, this is your biometric identifiers. These are, once they're out and shared with people, it's not like your social security number maybe that you could go change or a driver's license you can go change. It is permanent. And once they have your information, they put it out there, which they've done. And in Texas, we have over 20 million Facebook users. We have uh, millions of uh, Instagram users. Every one of those people likely had their facial geometry taken. And even people that aren't on Facebook in Texas that just happen to have their picture on Facebook are also probably identified by Facebook through their face. So that's, those are all, you know, damages to the state of Texas, damages to the people of Texas. And we're going to make these people stop violating state law. Yeah, such an important thing. And do you have evidence that Facebook was selling or transferring the biometric data to third parties? Yeah, we are pretty sure they not only captured it, but they were using it for economic purposes. And that means they had to share it with others to, to gain the advantage of actually having. It. So, you know, we'll, the case is going to involve discovery. I'm guessing we'll be in court at state court in, in a matter of probably about a year. And we'll be able to demonstrate to a jury that they not only didn't disclose, but they, they, uh, they didn't get consent and that they are liable for, for damage. It's, it's not like it's some made up pain and suffering. These are actually statutory damages. And I mean, you can do the math if there's, you know, 20 million, <laughs> even for, even for a Facebook. Yeah, no, it is. And uh, it's a reminder that, you know, we use these apps and we just we enjoy the, the beauty of having smartphones and tablets. But if these companies don't act as good corporate citizens, if they don't protect our privacy, uh, things can go away pretty quickly. And, you know, you think the most important thing, your, your data points of your face, that's like the most important thing you want to protect. And here's a company that apparently didn't have much uh, respect for that protection. Really remarkable. I'll have to see how that plays out. Now, speaking of damages, major, major settlement in Texas yesterday with the opioid producers. A lot of money refunded back to the state of Texas or given to the state of Texas for the budget to resolve one of the great scourges in American history, the opioid abuse uh, scourge. How did that happen and what's the bottom line for Texans? Yeah, so this is a project that I worked on 
almost four years. I put probably more time in negotiating this because we had to we had to work with every state and territory in the country to get an agreement among ourselves about how we were going to allocate any kind of settlement. Right. Before the distributors, there's major, three main distributors would agree to negotiate with us because it doesn't do them any good if they're going to just get sued. And, and the advantage for us is if everybody sues these distributors, they're going to end up in bankruptcy and they're not going to end up giving money over for the uh, prevention and treatment of, of the problem that they created. So the idea here was to, to get as much out of them as we possibly could while they still remain in business. So we've gotten a large amount of money up front that we it stretched out over 18 years. So they'll, they'll continue to send money to the state. Uh, the, the total was a little over $26 billion for the country, for Texas, a little over a billion in this piece of it. And that doesn't include some of the other settlements. We're up to about 1.8, a little over 1.8 on all of them. So all of that will be used in our state budget. It has to be used for helping people that have had some type of connection to the opioid crisis. Yeah, such an important thing. The long-term consequences of that era uh, are still with us. And this Medicaid programs, doctors, insurance companies, everyday citizens suffered greatly. And it's good to see now there's a pool of money that will, will go to that cause on top of what Texas has already spent to, to try to deal with that. I want to ask you one last question because the border has become such an international story now. And uh, it's not just about the border states. It's not even just about the interior states. People even across the world are talking about what in the heck is going on in America. One of your colleagues, um, Attorney General Brnovich in Arizona, recently put out a memo saying, based on what we're seeing, you can legitimately, under the law, under the Constitution, call what's happening at the border an invasion, and therefore you can activate the state militia and do other things. Your thought on his memo, because I think it mimics some of the things Texas started and took the lead on, and do you think a lot of states might go in this direction as the federal government abdicates its protection responsibilities at the border? So, you know, a memo is one thing, following a lawsuit is another, and actually implementing all of that uh, is a whole other matter. So I would say, you know, we're we're looking at it. We continue to look at it. We've been looking at it for quite a while, and it's it's challenging because there's not a lot of uh, precedent related to what an invasion actually means and uh, whether it would would be defined as what's going on on the southern border. I certainly agree with the, the purpose of that because it should be that the states uh, should legally be able to protect their own borders if the federal government is going to pass laws and then abdicate that responsibility. Because the consequences for not doing that are the effect of an invasion. Whether it fits the definition of what some precedent said, it effectively is an invasion of our state with crime, with cartels, with drugs, people dying from more COVID and, and drug overdoses. So, it, you know, the Supreme Court has said that in a case called Arizona v. U.S., that, you know, basically the federal government has that purview and that the states can't then pass laws similar to what the federal government has passed. Well, it cannot be that we should have to sit here while the federal government not only ignores federal laws, they actually do just the opposite. They invite people to come in here yeah. in violation of state law, no matter what their background, criminal or not, terrorist or not, sick or not, they get to come to our, our states and do damage to each state that they, they come to. Yeah, that is the thing. I mean, the amount of expense, whether it's criminal, social safety net, is just mounting up in all these states. And Texas is the front line. It gets the worst of it, Texas and Arizona. But the costs are now mounting everywhere. Uh, As you step back now and you look at this, uh, you're in the midst of an election yourself, and I think sitting pretty well for for, uh, re-election. But what happens in the uh, 2022 election, does border and law and order become one of the predominant issues that Americans go to the polls to decide? 
I know it certainly is the number one issue in Texas. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have been seeing polling in the rest of the country, but it, it's, it's going to affect, you know, you talked about Texas and Arizona were border states. The reality is we're all border states now because they're moving these people all over yeah. the country and everybody's going to pay a price for it, whether it's, you know, higher cost of, of running your state because you have to educate these people that are here. You have to take care of their health care. You have to feed them. I mean, there's a lot of costs that all of us are going to have to pay, but then there's the social costs of higher crime and, you know, drug overdoses and um, higher incidences of, of spreading COVID. It's, it's a reality. And so I hope the American people are paying attention to this because if we don't stop this, we're going to lose our country. Yeah. Well, it's such an important thing, the defined border. We're actually having a debate. We want to protect Ukraine's border. I guess that's good. That's one of our allies, but we're not even doing it in our own country. And it's thanks to you and the governor there and everyone in Texas that we're learning and seeing how state rights can go. Last question. It seems like states have become more assertive, and, and you're in the lead on this, uh, ever before in asserting their rights against a bigger and bigger federal government that seems to be more and more incompetent. Is this a trend line that's going to continue? Well, I, I wish it didn't have to. Um, we have, I think, as of with the mask uh, filing against the, the federal government related to the airlines, I think that we're in 29 lawsuits for the federal government. Amazing. In the Biden administration, 22 of which we filed. So it's it's our only seemingly recourse because Congress isn't going to do anything about it. This guy, honestly, for what he's doing, it should be impeachable. If you're not going to follow federal law, you're going to spit in the face of federal law. You're going to allow thousands of people to die from the spread of COVID, higher crime rates, and the increase in, in, in drug overdoses, I mean, that to me, you're, you're making a choice to let Americans die so you can get more people here to give amnesty to. To me, that should be impeachable. It should be dealt with by Congress. But, of course, you know, we have a Democratic Congress. They're not going to do it. And they're going to let this guy keep doing what he's doing, which is a betrayal of the American people. And it is a betrayal of our constitutional form of government. Such important stuff. Uh, General Paxton, it's always an honor to have you, and I know you're real busy. I want to thank you for the time today. Three momentous decisions in uh, Texas the last few weeks, uh, a few days, actually, and grateful you can bring us up to speed. Hey, thanks a lot, John. Appreciate you having me on, and I hope you have a great day. You as well, sir. Thanks again. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Mark Morgan, the former Custom and Border Protection Commissioner for Donald Trump, also served under President Obama, one of the true border experts. I had some time with him on our show with Amanda last night, the TV show. Wait till you hear what he says about the border. It's a great interview. I really want you to hear it. So come back after the commercial message, and we'll get up to date on the very latest of what's going on on our southern border. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34-plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. 
Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. I'm so lucky to be joined right now by the former Commissioner of the Customs and Border Protection Agency, Mark Morgan. Mark, great to have you on. John, Amanda, thanks for having me. The, we are living in such amazing times that the, one year into the Biden presidency, the border is so much a crisis that states are beginning to take matters into their own hands. Texas is building its own border wall, picking up where Donald Trump left off. And Arizona and its attorney general is actually saying there is evidence that this actually meets the definition of an invasion and they may invoke rights under the Constitution. How amazing is that to you to see that states have to step into this void? Well, John, one thing I think it does is it represents exactly the degree and magnitude of the crisis we're now facing because of the feckless leadership under the Biden administration. Look, he took the most secure border in our lifetime and with a stroke of a plan uh, given by ideology has turned it into complete chaos. Look, first you have Governor Abbott, and, and I have to throw a shout out there to A.T. Paxton as well. Those two gentlemen together have done more to secure our border and fill the gap than any other state in this country. It, it's not just about building the wall. What A.G., uh, I mean, what Governor uh, Abbott's doing also is through Operation Lone Star. He's putting uh, a DPS troopers and National Guard down there to fill that gap. And so far, that operation has been very successful. They've apprehended over 100,000 illegal aliens, thousands of guns, tens of thousands of pounds of narcotics that would have made their way to every town, city, and state. It's been effective, but it's just not enough. Uh, we still have crisis level numbers at our border. And that's why you see the AP in Arizona, for lot of it, coming out and making this constitutional argument. And I think it's a compelling argument. I think it's one that states need to look at. I know legal scholars would disagree, but it's time we have these discussions to do what this administration fails to do. Absolutely. I mean, if the federal government is failing, then it's up to states to take care of their own citizens. Um, I want to talk about the Remain in Mexico policy for our viewers who don't know the the genesis of that program under President Trump. Very successful. Joe Biden struck it down. Federal court said, no, you have to do this. He's not adhering. It doesn't appear to be. But Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty just sent a letter to the Government Accountability Office, basically asking their opinion on whether Congress could strike down Joe Biden again if he tries to rip this uh, this policy away from our our border sovereignty. Is there still a level to which Joe Biden, in good faith, is still utilizing the remaining policy or is he just completely trashed it? He's completely trashed it. And he once again, he's just given lip service. In my opinion, based on my experience, look, I was commissioner of CBP when we implemented 
of the remaining of Mexico that was given to us by President Trump. And I know right now, based on what they've done, they're just they're just absolutely defying the court order right now. Right, uh, give you an example. In the month of December, why 178,000 illegal aliens broke into our country in one month, in 30 days. And that same 30-day period, the Biden administration enrolled about 260 migrants in the Remain in Mexico program. It's having no effect. They're not taking it seriously. And let's, let's keep in mind, the secretary, as he's doing his uh, uh, just shut up and take it tour to the agents out there, he's been very clear that he's also actively trying to end the program. Yeah, it, it's amazing. And uh, there's a judge's order telling them they must enforce it. And our allies in South Mexico want to enforce it. They're willing to help us. That's the remar remarkable thing. I, I want to talk to the carnage that comes with this open border. We talk about the numbers and we hear these devastating numbers, but day in and day out, whether it's an illegal alien who's made it to the middle of the country and kills someone uh, in, a, in a murder or a young child who dies because they're being used to courier drugs and, and they sow a bag of cocaine or a fentanyl into them, uh, there is a growing carnage at the border that is really a human toll. And Democrats say, well, we're doing this open border because we're compassionate. It seems like the open border actually is the least compassionate thing we can do for the people that are now caught in this crisis. John, you're absolutely right. Look, I, that's why I love coming on the show. You, you and Amanda are both are well informed and you, you go right to the heart of the issue. Look, right now, it, it, this is not about illegal immigration. The, the, the Biden administration and open border advocates, that's what they want the American people to believe what it's about. This is about border security. The flow of illegal immigration, the unprecedented flow, is just a subset of the vast threats that we face. But when you open your borders up to one threat or one crisis, in this case, illegal immigration, it pulls border patrol agents off the front lines, off their national security mission, leaving large areas of the border wide open, un unmonitored and unsecured. And what happens? Just as you described, look, 600,000 gotaways. Godaways are those that have broken in our country and evaded apprehension and made their way to every town, city, and state. Among them are gang members, uh, pedophiles, murderers, rapists, aggravated felons. The list goes on. And what else pours into this country? Drug. In a 12-month period, 100,000 Americans died from a drug or overdose. It's the fentanyl is the leading killer for young people from 18 to age 40. And we know the majority of fentanyl is pouring in our southwest border. I can keep going on and on. It's an unmitigated catastrophe, and it's being intentionally done by this administration. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting, and it's a crime perpetrated on the American people. And, and I'm concerned for the safety of the American people, but also Border Patrol. What, how has the role and the responsibilities of Border Patrol changed under President Biden versus under President Trump? Yeah, this is a key question, too, Amanda. Look, these aren't my words. These are words from the Border Patrol agents on our front lines I talk to right now. First of all, their morale, morale it's devastated. They're broke. I mean, the, the reason why they still get up, put that badge on their chest is because they are heroes and they're doing it to try to do everything they can to still safeguard this country. But look, make, make no mistake. They feel now that they're nothing more than a travel agency, uh, Uber drivers, a taxi cab service, whatever you want to uh, uh, give. That's how they feel. And the reality is it's true. This administration has intentionally and willfully turned over, handed over our southern border to the cartels. And they've taken away every one of the vast set of tools and authorities that they had under President Trump to do their job to secure a border and safeguard the country. And, and who knows that better? The men and women on the front line. That's why you had an agent turn his back on Secretary Mayorkas. Never happened in the history of this country that I'm aware of. But that's why they're frustrated, they're tired of it, and they know it could have been prevented.
Yeah, and while well, they're playing a concierge travel server uh, for us, uh, there is this growing threat of terrorism at the border. It took Khalid Sheikh Mohammed six years and 19 hijackers to pull off uh, the 9-11 catastrophe. Uh, last year, 14 known people with terrorist ties came across the border and stopped. We don't know how many got across and weren't stopped. Is terrorism a place where we don't have a focus because we're too busy playing concierge travel servants? What I think is, I think you still have incredible organizations like the FBI that still, you know, their number one priority is counterterrorism. Right. But look, their job has also been made exponentially dip, more difficult because of the open border policy of this administration. As you said, 14 illegal aliens were operated by the Border Patrol and the FBI's terror screening database. But look, that's just what we know. And this administration, that, that's the smoke and mirrors that they do. They try to focus on what they've actually apprehended. But let's go back to that 600,000. How many have gotten through and evaded apprehension that are on the FBI's terror screening database? We'll never know. And let's keep in mind, too, Border Tools apprehended illegal aliens from 150 different countries, including China, Afghanistan, Ukraine, Russia. The list goes on and on. They absolutely have expanded our national security vulnerability directly due to their open border policy. Okay, we just got about a minute left. Quick question, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris still haven't been to the border. How do they get away with this? Look, part of what they're doing is they're ignoring it. They're pretending it doesn't exist. That's been part, man, that's been part of their strategy is, uh, right, we're supposed to believe what they say instead of what we actually see. But the American people aren't buying it. I think the polls reflect it. Yeah, there's no doubt. Real quickly, I know you've had a distinguished career, FBI, uh, uh, local law enforcement, custom and border protection, the weaponization of law enforcement that is now becoming more and more clear in the Russia collusion case, concerns about uh, the, the everyday men and women who are trying to do their job, seeing their agencies tarnished by that. How do we reverse that? Yeah, I think that's an important question. And I like the way you phrase it, John, real quick, is that, that the rank and file, the vast majority of the men and women they are doing their job faithfully and honestly, right? They're not being influenced by politics. We're talking about the top echelon, the top leader. What we need to do is more congressional oversight, hold those leaders accountable, and remove them. Yeah, such an important recipe. A lot of people are clamoring for that. Commissioner Morgan, it is always an honor to have you on this show. We learned so much, and we can't wait to get you back on. Thank you both. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just to Do. So grateful that you could join us. We have had a pretty remarkable day. You just heard from uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton, three momentous cases going on. Your privacy with Facebook, your 
well-being from the Oxycontin and abuse era when we had so much addiction going on, getting the sort of money back from the drug makers that can go back to the people in a state like Texas that was hit hard by drug abuse. And then, of course, another big one. You may not have to wear a mask soon on an airplane if General Paxton and his team prevails against the CDC's emergency rule imposing mandatory masks on planes and fines if you don't wear them. That's a big one. I got to tell you, that's one that's caught my attention. And all three of those you got caught up. And then, of course, Mark Morgan, a career law enforcement official, guys just calls balls and strikes like he sees them. The things he said about our border, the state of our border, what's going on, the morale of our border protection agents, really, really important stuff. So grateful, so grateful that he could join us and be part of it and give us some enlightenment. I'm so glad that I can bring you additional interviews from the work we're doing on Just the News, Not Noise, the brand new TV show on Real America's Voice, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, every Monday through Friday, right on Real America's Voice. How do you watch it? The best way is to download the Real America's Voice app and put it on your phone, your smartphone, your tablet, your Roku stick, wherever it is. They have apps for all the key platforms. They're also on the Samsung TV platform. They're on Dish Network. They're on Pluto. They're on Roku. Lots of ways to watch them. Tremendous news or agency. I'm so grateful that I get a show with my great colleague, Amanda Head, every day on the network. Watch it. We have lots of great interviews every day. Like this podcast, a little bit different. Amanda brings a great dynamic and a lot of freshness to the things I cover and so grateful for. All right. Now, before we go, just a quick pitch. I, this weekend, got real excited because I went out to my mailbox and I got a package that I'd been waiting for from my good friends at BattleBox. And if you're an outdoorsman, if you're someone that likes to camp or hike or think about living off the grid someday, the folks at BattleBox are amazing. They have a monthly subscription program. They send you various devices, MREs, cool gadgets, things that if you're an outdoors person like him, I go up to the Shenandoahs almost every weekend. I love it. I love to go camping. My family are big campers. There is a surprise every single time. I got several of them, a really cool flashlight this time, some fun MREs I can put on there, a special cooking device that I really liked where you have a little bit of chemical and then you can just put a few twigs and you can have a burner stove as good as the electric stove at your house. When I got this box, my whole family sat around the table and like for an hour, we were just going through the different gadgets. If you wanna have that sort of fun, if you wanna have not only name brand, but high quality products, that hit that outdoor lifestyle. Well, I got news for you. The folks at BattleBox, and that's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X, okay? BattleBox, they've got a special offer for folks in the Just the News family, John Solomon Reports listeners. From now until March 31st, you get a free, free mystery box worth $115 plus with any new subscription at battlebox.com slash just news. That's battlebox.com slash news. And let me spell that out. B-A-T-T-L, no E, box, B-O-X, dot com slash just news. Free mystery box. I got mine. I couldn't wait to go through it. My wife, you know, sometimes rolls her eyes when I get my gadgets. She's like, hey, this is cool. Show me this. The whole family, my son, my in-laws, my parents, we sat around the table. What an amazing surprise box we got. Go check it out. It is worth it. Sign up for the subscription plan. If you're an outdoors person, you're going to get some amazing things, a surprise every month to go out when you're in the outdoors and enjoy the great world. I love outdoor gear. You should too. Check it out today, battlebox.com slash just news. So another way you can support just the news by supporting great products and services like our good friends at BattleBox. All right, folks, that wraps it up. 
another edition of John Solomon Reports has gone by so quickly. So glad you can join us. We're going to have a great podcast tomorrow. The doctor from South Africa who discovered the Omicron virus is going to come on. She's going to take on a lot of the public health assumptions that the World Health Organization imposed on us. She's got some pretty strong story and a powerful, powerful story of how the public health professionals of the world tried to pressure her to make Omicron look worse than it was, a lot worse. They were twisting her arm. She wouldn't give in. She tells the whole story. I can't wait. Tomorrow's podcast is going to be a knockout. Check us out before you go into the weekend with the incredible Angelique Cotier, the head of South Africa's medical institution, infectious disease chief there. Plain spoken, honest, wants to be straight with the American and world public of interview of all interviews. Watch it tomorrow. Come back and check us out. Until then, may God bless you and may God bless this extraordinary country of the United States you've been listening to. John Solomon reports the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.